0: You are listening to PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered. It's often said that ignorance is bliss, but uh, there are some cases in which the opposite is true. Like when it comes to the concept of financial wellness. The lesser you know, the more you'll have to pay. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you all to a brand new episode of The Policy Project. I'm Sid, your host for today, and your go-to person for all things finance and insurance. And in this episode, we'll discuss financial wellness. But before we start off, I'd like to share the contrasting financial journeys of two of my cousins, Xavier and Vim, both of whom settled right here in Dubai. Now, let's talk about Xavier first. Always the ambitious one, dreamed of retiring at 40. He earned a handsome salary, typical Dubai lifestyle, and lived his life to the fullest. Yet, now, even at 50, he's still working tirelessly to make ends meet. Every month, a major chunk of his salary, it's getting consumed by unexpected medical expenses, growing family costs, etc, etc. Surprisingly, he never set aside a portion of his earnings or savings or thought of multiplying it through investments. On the other hand, let's talk about Vim. He's five years younger to Xavier, took a different approach altogether, even though his earnings were only half of that uh, what Xavier was making. Today, at 45, he's retired. He's residing in a beautiful villa and enjoying quality time with his family something which we all aspire to do. How did he achieve this? Well, Vim understood early on that mere savings wouldn't be enough. He not only saved a portion of his salary consistently, but also sought out investment opportunities that would offer good returns. This stark difference between the two highlights a critical lesson. It's not just about how much you earn, but how wisely you manage, save and invest. So, financial wellness isn't a factor of your salary alone, but a blend of disciplined savings, prudent investments, and strategic financial planning, which is exactly what we're going to be discussing today in our episode on the podcast. And like always, we're not alone. Today, we have with us two experts who are here to tell you guys everything you need to know about financial wellness. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for our experts today. Mr. Neeraj Gupta, the CEO of PolicyBazaar.AE. Welcome, Neeraj. Pleasure to have you on the podcast again.
1: Hi, sir. Pleasure to be here.
0: And Dr. Pradeep Mishra. He is the resident manager of LIC International. A pleasure to have you on the podcast, doctor.
2: Good morning, sir. Thanks for having me on your show. Thank you very much.
0: Now, let's dive straight in. Are we ready? Yes, please, sir. Sure. Okay, so Neeraj, before we begin, for our listeners, let's start with the basics. Okay, many of our listeners are just starting out in their career. So what would be the first step that they should be taking towards ensuring their financial wellness? And uh, is there a percentage of the salary that should go into savings? Or how what happens?
1: Please? Uh, thanks, it for bringing that very obvious question out there, right? So, which everyone goes through. But what happens is when you start earning and when you're young and you do that, the first things that you really think about is, okay, what all dreams you had while you were studying. Okay, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to live my life like this, right? And typically that starts to consume a majority of your early life, right? And you're just living in that. But having said that, as you also gave an example, The sooner you start, the better, right? Because everything compounds at the end. The costs also compound and the savings can also compound. Uh, Typically, fundamentally, a rule which uh, a lot of people use is a 50-30-20 rule,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, which essentially means 50% of your income goes to your needs. Needs would be your rentals, your electricity bills, your grocery bills. So basically, that is what you need to spend on ride. right Right. Uh, then the 30% is what do you want to want now mm-hmm. want could be okay I want to take a trip uh, I want to buy some watch or I want to buy a phone and it could also be towards certain repayments okay I want to have a car so I'll spend my EMI on that and the third is the actual saving uh, pool which is about 20% so that is typically how it is mm-hmm. but what do you need to also look into it this is probably when you start early Mm. right when you're very young in your career but over a period of time what needs to happen is this 20% needs to grow towards the 50-60% right Uh, why I'm saying that is eventually as you progress in your career your income is gonna grow your saving component needs to increase uh, rather than just the need component see needs you could define for every individual to be very different right correct Uh, There is no uh, set line, okay, this is my need. A person might uh, drive a Ford, a person wants to drive a Lamborghini. Your need could be very different. The thumb rule should be your saving component should keep on growing.
0: Right. Okay. So, and uh, since we talked about uh, starting early, now this question is for Dr. Pradeep. So we often hear that uh, it's good to start saving from a young age. So the young age, would you say, Somebody in the age bracket of 22, 23 years old. Is it possible for them to start saving at that age? Because you've just started. You literally would be an intern or your first job or something like that.
2: Yeah, thanks. It's a very relevant, uh, you know, question. I will take it in a very simplistic manner, how we should feel on a day-to-day life. You know, now you'll find all 20s. 30s, every young millennials, we call it as a Gen Z. So these people are very health conscious. You know, when we right. talk about health, I remember when you cross 35, 40, then we used to start going, I know, entering into a gym and make your shape. But if you find your child who is just teenager, passed on teenager, they start having their gym exercise to have physical health is very, very important at the same right. time why it is show because awareness has increased over the years the kids from the school college has started having the physical wellness as a one sort of important event of their life uh, growth similarly Correct. you know things are changing uh, how 20 and 30s people will understand and for that i'll i'll narrate the definition of financial wellness from my my part it's a state of mind you know it's it's a behavior right. pattern which you with the methods of financial literacy i think you are having this show just to make those listeners slightly more aware in their financial decisions in their thinking process so uh, you know i for them i wanted to make it's your state of mind where you can think from today 5 years 10 years down the line a right amount of you know earnings is always available at a, at a right time, in the right hands, in line with your financial goals. So, first thing which I will suggest here, how it is possible. First, we need to have a financial literacy program, part of a curriculum, right. immediately after a child turns 18 and 19. You know, it should be after 12th. I'll personally see in one of the syllabus somewhere, even if they, you are pursuing your technical education, professional education, Somewhere this this has to be the necessity of their life. Probably then they will understand why it is very, very important. Like, you know, uh, we always believe yoga say hoga uh, and we believe yogic mantra. And uh, in Correct. yoga, what, what is what is what you see the discipline? You need to have give some time. You need to have a persistency and this all depends upon how early you start and how early Correct. you think on, on these lines as uh, Niraj was saying you know i'll just extend on that 50 30 20 rules basically 50 is a consumption but if you see nowadays there is a change in a you know, behavior pattern of those kids or those new upbringing earlier you know first of all when you get the job you start you know saving something and then then slowly slowly you will after five years ten years you buy your one thing which you want to have this but now the moment you join a company, uh, the first salary, next day your credit card company, bank company give you a lot of uh, you know debt on your pocket. And uh, without even accumulating anything, you have all the luxuries in front of you. You yourself become trapped for next 10 years to pay those debt to clear your all the necessity, unnecessary item you have created. So, you know, 50%, right. 30%, 20% rule has to be understood. Again, I'm very open that it will depend, vary with person to person. There may be child or a 20s, 30 kids, they have born with a silver spoons. Everything is passed on from the legacy. But on an entirety, as a middle class family, I personally see the literacy right. is one thing which uh, we must provide to the kids from 20s. And always, you know, early start is uh,
0: you are going to reach your goal as fast as possible in a more convenient way. Absolutely. Education always help. And uh, very well put examples, comparing it to your yoga and financial wellness. Seriously, it's very well put. So talking about financial literacy, the top three investment avenues out here in the UAE, if I may ask you for someone in their 20s or 30s, and uh, would you be able to give some examples where they can do and what they can do? And uh, how does insurance fit into this whole scheme of things? Yeah,
2: So I would suggest to all young listeners who is in 20s, 30s, you know, I have coined a term 10 years before. That is financial pyramid. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, how it is being important in today's life is uh, I have taken slightly spiritual angle from that. And, uh, you know, everybody from Indian background, you know, Mahabharata and Ramayana, everybody used to have it. So I still remember, I used to uh, tell my clients, I mean, today also to my boys, there are three types of investing over the last two decades. The first, yeah. which was taken from kumbhakaran you know, the kumbhakaran was a character in Ramayan. So that was basically the philosophy is to invest and you sleep for a year. That was the theory 20 years before, two decades before. And when you wake up. Right. And you will see that you are happy with a lot of wealth created over the years. You know, these were the things which my parents or my grandparents must have thinking. Bought some land, real estate or some assets, gold, so that this will be kept in a safe and that will give to the next legacy a huge wealth. Slowly, when the education level increases, then the came Yudhishthir type of investor. You know, Yudhishthir is uh, the eldest son of Pandava. So basically, he is known as Dharmiraj. Dharmiraj means... You always believe in the virtues of something. So, you know, wisdom, I will never do wrong things. I will do the correct way. This is the truth of my life. And I'll do uh, this way and that and find out the underlying truth within those instruments. And will become uh, as a safely. Uh, in India, I used right. to think that people starting PPF, you know, uh, bank FDs, post office. Uh, these are the virtues because it's a government oriented scheme. Now, Correct. the young kids, they are believing on the third, which is a very, very important uh, set, which is Arjun, Arjuna's part. Mm-hmm. And I would recommend to all young kids listening, you know, I have taken out this concept from slightly spiritual, looks very funny in this stage, especially the kids who doesn't watch those things. But I would suggest Arjuna. Uh, that was the philosophy in which he was very, very focused. You know, when it was asked, what do you see, right. Arjun? So I see only the eyes of uh, your face. And uh, if you stick to your goal, forget about the noise and, you know, chaos in the market. I would suggest that you must follow the pyramids. And what does pyramid say for young kids? The foundation, this is a three level structure. Foundation is the protection part. The moment you start your journey, immediately you need to have a proper term insurance plan as you ask me where right. insurance fit into i would i would reframe those statements with the any financial journey or wellness starts with the insurance you have to uh-huh. start your life insurance which is an unpredictable event in your life that may be life insurance that may be health insurance that may be your disability insurance that may be your critical illness rider that may also lead to some of the emergency fund as well this is Mm -hmm. the basic structure and as you know the burj khalifa here in dubai it's the tallest building in the world but there it it is tallest because this foundation is the broadest and very strongest so when you talk about the young kids to have the five first insurance why life insurance because that should be the broadest and the strongest Mm -hmm. on which your entire wealth creation pyramid will be existing after your foundation is done then you go on the mm-hmm. second structure and that is called the risk-free growth of savings. That takes right. care of, you you know, from LIC, we have a capital guaranteed product or many of the other companies, they have those products in line, which is giving slightly secure capital growth, whereas your 100% mm-hmm. your hard-earned money is saved at the day one. And then there is a giving a capital growth. And after these two, you know, you can't have your foundation of a building done and directly you will make the top, 124 floor building so it has to go in a step by step and the third step is the most important is the risk with risk growth uh, instrument so in that mm. it comes the mutual fund it comes the equity market it comes with the uh, you know um, a lot of speculative market in the world and for all these things personally i'll recommend only one sentence to remain arjuna you need a and if you mm-hmm. really have to focus on that you need a financial planner which is educated which like uh, you know we are uh, as a, as an institution we train boys we have a team of experts who generally provide a role of a drona charge to make a young kids should not be deviated in the noise and chaos of the market but to get a proper right. advice so right charge as a financial coach, is very, very important to begin your journey. And instruments should be secondary in the decision making.
0: So let's take things forward. This was for the gentlemen or our listeners who are starting in their 20s and their 30s. But uh, how about the expats? All of us are here. And uh, sometime or the other, we do plan to move back to our homeland. So how about for us, in terms of insurance, in terms of investments and... Do we compare the mutual funds back home to what we have here, or why, where should us as expats, where should we be invested in?
1: So, Sid, I will just take what Dr. Prateep said. Right, uh, as you yeah. mentioned, first thing and foremost is a protection at whatever age group you are at. Right. right. That is once that is sorted, then you can talk about investments and savings. Right. Now, obviously, right. as Mr. Pradeep mentioned, the instrument is more dependent on at what stage you are at and what mm-hmm. uh, you understand. See, Correct. what we've realized in this space is a lot of people at times gets influenced by what others are doing, right? Mm-hmm. But what you need to do is what works for you. If if right. you believe, yeah, I understand a mutual fund, then do that. Don't worry about somebody invested in a real estate Five years back, now he's gained multiple returns on it. Now, for some mm-hmm. people, real estate, they don't understand. So then let it be. Because you will always see people who've made money all around you, but you will rarely get to know people who've lost money, right? Because those stories are never highlighted. Uh, Correct. But having said that, from an expat perspective, what I believe is that diversification is very important. Uh, Similarly, Mm -hmm. if you have a very strong roots back to your home country, then obviously you should look at certain instruments which can help you with that. But having said that, majority of the plans which are available here, are Mm -hmm. uh, you can continue investing even if you leave the region. So a lot of people at times, especially the expat community and UAE being a very expat heavy community. Mm -hmm. uh, If I speak to a lot of our probable consumers and typically friends... The one thing mm-hmm. they have in their mind is, yeah, I am here for five years, 10 years or 15 years, I might leave. Then what happens? Right. Whereas let Correct. me invest only in the INR piece because I know I'm going to eventually go back. To all those listeners, what I want to say is don't worry. Even if you invest here in a USD, you can continue those uh, products. And at the maturity, you will get the benefit in whichever country you are. So that, that, there is no problem as such. right? The only thing is once... Starting a policy, you need to be a resident here, but then you can continue from any part of the world. right? So that is uh, right. one thing I want to say. The second thing is an expat also needs to realize two things. One, uh, he is earning in a, a, a AD salary or a USD salary. And I will use AD and USD interoperable because AD is spec to USD. So you, it's almost similar from that perspective. True. Now, what you've done is... Because you are earning in an AED and USD, all your expenses are basis that, right? Mm. Uh, all your expenses, all your savings, or all your future plannings are basis that. They are not basis INR. So even if you are planning something back home in India or in your home country, uh, which has a weaker currency, uh, you're multiplying the USD to that, right? So your thought sure. process is, okay, I make $1,000 or I make 10,000 dirham. which translates to, okay, 2.5 lakh rupees in India or whatever, whatever. right? To secure that, you also need to look at USD and AED investments or savings hmm. because your lifestyle is built on that. And at least what has history shown us from a financial data perspective, 10, 20 years down the line, uh, if you go by, by the history, the the currency might depreciate in comparison to USD, right? right? So you might have a saving of 1 crore, but eventually with inflation and depreciation, that is going to translate to very low numbers, right? Whereas True at that. least uh, from a currency perspective, uh, USD might give you a better sustenance on that front, right? You need to diversify. It's not that you would only need to take up one instrument, either a mutual fund back home in the back home for India or you just need today a USD you need to diversify right. that uh, and basis that you definitely need to have a USD AD portion uh, see mm-hmm. the other aspect which I wanted to tell uh, for example I have a 5 year old kid right and now right. I'm staying here so my ambition obviously is okay if I can send him to education abroad right now, for that, Correct. obviously, what I believe is it's going to be a USD fund. So I would save in USD from that perspective, because I, I know for a fact, I'll need those c- currency or those funds. And what yeah. I've typically done is I have planned about how he'll grow up and at what ages he will need that money. Right. So mm. that is the level of basic planning that we've done.
0: Let's continue. Now, uh, the next question is for uh, Dr. Pradeep. Now. The whole world recently got introduced to a term called VUCA, V-U-C-A. It stands for volatility, uncertainty, complexity and ambiguity. So how has this impacted investment and the insurance trends in the UAE out here? Okay, very uh, fascinating,
2: Sid, on this word. Actually, I'll tell you how this word has been uh, came in the management part so basically this world if you uh, it has come as a as a definitions to the leadership role basically let us take i running a company i am running a, a life insurance company one of the very big loin company in this market especially in the life segment uh, so it's yeah. a, it's a challenges being faced over the years for last 3 4 years or 5 years this has evolved in the context of businesses in the context of leadership what you offer to the uh, company. That is one part, which is as per from the company perspectives. Similarly, from an investor perspective also, this has taken a slightly more more challenges for them. Because, you know, mm-hmm. when you talk about volatility, the post COVID and you see why I couldn't sleep till 1, one thirty in night, because of those one statement from Fed, is going to be in a new next course for next one month about the volatility part. You know, Uh, and when we talk about inflation, interest rate, because investment is what? Investment is your money is getting invested or getting parked somewhere so that you get a compounding on that. You get your money producing some income for that. And for that, there are a lot of factors involved in this. You know, when you eat something, So uh, the diet has to be a balanced diet and for that you need to understand what diet gives what proteins, vitamins to the uh, to your body. Similarly, in finances, when you choose the instrument and the instrument is linked with a lot of this, uh, you know, uh, systematic uh, definitions in the market. So volatility and when there is more volatility, by default, uncertainty comes. Everybody Mm -hmm. was predicted by end of this year, the interest rate would start falling. But when uh, right. today they say, we are pausing the interest rate for this, but by end of this year, we are going to have another increment. So this has, you see the all entire US market yesterday, it has again cracked, and that is going to affect in most of the market in Asia and uh, Europe as well. So uncertainty is one thing, which is uh, actually we should be talking on every day. When as a life insurance company, as a life insurance um, um, model, which we propose in the market, that starts with the uncertainty. So as an investor, this words, you must have a proper planning, you know, every word has a proper solution for that. So when Voka was done, like volatility, uncertainty, complexity and ambiguity. So ambiguity is what Uh, complexity is because complexity and ambiguity is same thing when you make your product so complex lot of ifs Mm. and buts this brings ambiguity in the eyes of your investors so how we can tackle these things as an investor you know as i start at the start i told you you need to have a professional finance coach and that coach will do the risk assessment you know what in our company and i'm sure in policy bazaar also as a financial planner we first do the risk assessment what is called a need analysis of a customer because right. like not a five fingers of one human being is same. Similarly, you will not find two customers. As you start, you told the story of two cousins. I am talking about yes. two same brother, if in the same family, can have the different uh, risk you know, assessment for them. And according to risk assessment, as Mr. Neeraj was saying about the diversification, this diversification mm-hmm. leads to the increased interest, you know, different uh, diversified instrument. And why diversification mm-hmm. is required. I remember when uh, there was used to be a sentence that don't park your entire eggs in one basket. Most of, you know, influencers, they say you buy a term insurance and rest you invest in mutual fund. I'm sorry, right. that's not a diversification. Diversification means you need to have a different asset class for planning your entire financial goal you cannot have one asset class and diversify at a kitchen that okay i'll buy middle uh, mid cap high cap equity middle class and you'll find the asset class is done but you have only one asset class which is mutual fund that's not diversification True. so instrument of diversifications is a one thing second there is another word which is happening and we being. Uh, staying in a foreign country in the UAE where most of the products are USD based, AD based and we are Indians we always compare with Indian market so there is a currency depreci- depreciation which needs to currency diversification is the important part apart from your instrument diversification number three apart from your currency and uh, instrument geographical diversification is also very very important when as an NRI and expats, you know, you are exposed to the world of investments. So we have right. come out with the funds in which there is exclusive India focused fund, there is exclusive China focused fund, Europe focused funds, emerging markets, African focused funds. So if any customer wants to diversify through a sitting in Dubai in US dollar products, so currency gets diversified, your geography gets diversified, Again, after third, fourth one and the last one is your sector also has to be very, very important. Sometimes when you diversify, it is not that, okay, I bought an equity share or equity mutual fund or any instrument that will take care of my entire sector. That's not there. Sometimes, you know, you see pharma post-COVID. Pharma become a very, very important uh, asset class because it was treated as essential asset class Pharma. Those who has invested in 2019 and last five years Pharma was not even giving a a positive return. Immediately they have given five times, six times returns in one year. So these are, you know, opportunity as an investor, you know, when we talk about VUCA, this is an, giving an opportunity, but you can understand the opportunity only you have a proper drone donor charge with you. Who can visualize you, who can make you understand that this is the volatility, Correct. this gives you more opportunity to invest. So in nutshell, uh, Sid, I wanted to tell buka connecting with the proper advisor, proper coach can give you an insight opportunity to take this as an investment opportunity. So that proper risk assessment and risk mitigation strategy by virtue of any instrument, insurance is also one of the part, but other instruments right. also play in these roles in diversify your financial wellness. And when you are more diversified, you know, you equipped like in your health, you are fit for. I worked in Air Force. I am, I'm a military guy for five, six years. Uh, at that six, seven years of my experience, I can accommodate in any atmosphere. So, physically, too- Similarly, financially, if you are having those kind of, you know, routine, training, discipline in life, I think any VUCA will not disturb you. You as an investor will remain committed to your goal and your focus to achieve your whatever future financial goal you have done. So, you know, hire a proper financial coach. That's that's my take.
0: Absolutely. No, no, no. Very well said. Very well said, Dr. Pradeep. And there was one thing which you said, which was uh, currency diversification. It's just stuck in my head. So we'll be talking more about that and a whole lot more. How can we take your financial well-being to the next level? Dr. Pradeep and Neeraj Gupta along with us, keep tuned in to The Policy Project next week for the part two of this episode. You were listening to PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered.